Welcome to the Six Figure Event Podcast. Here we get real about what it takes to build extraordinary wealth as an entrepreneur, business owner, and event planner. We'll go places others won't, diving into the nitty gritty how-tos of events, strategy, sponsorship, and marketing. Plus, we have exciting interviews with those who've mastered their own craft and a segment called Interviews with Sponsors, where we get the lowdown of what sponsors really look for when sponsoring an event. This is where we win the event space together. I'm your host, Alicia May, founder of Eventistry by Alicia, mom of two, lover of Saturdays, and I'm obsessed with creating phenomenal, profitable events. With a decade of experience, I'm here to talk you through those event roadblocks and even help you get out of your own way. Don't get stuck while planning, strategizing, and budgeting an event or retreat. On the Six Figure Event Podcast, I'm your wing woman. We're gonna grow your business, your following, and scale your dreams one event at a time. So in today's episode, we are talking all about why you should host your own live event. I get so much pushback from this topic because the reasons are really just led to fear why I can't host my own event. And I don't know about you, I think that you can probably relate. So if you've never hosted an event before, you've got fear coming in the way. Well, I don't have a community yet. I don't have a tribe. I've got only 100 people on my email list or my Instagram is only at 1,000 followers. And so that fear starts to creep up. But hopefully this episode is going to show you why you should host your first live event. It doesn't have to be hundreds of people. It can be a small, intimate, fun event. And why it's important for your brand and and your business as an entrepreneur online. I'm going to give you a few tips. But before that, let's talk about what a live event actually does for you and your business. And some things to really consider about the audiences and people that are attending. Because ultimately, it's about them. It's not about you. It's about them and how you are going to show up for them and how you're going to serve them. In a way, you become the honored guest at an event. If it's your event and you're hosting it, people want to know more about who you are, what you do, what you offer, what is your mission, what do you stand for in life and your business. And and that's a great way to really get personal and they're showing up because of you. Physically, it really starts to raise the standards of your business. And physically, you're standing on stage or you're at the front of the room and people are now looking at you as an authority figure. Or it gives you that sense of, hey, look at me. I have something great to share. I mean, in the nicest way, I have something to share and I would love to share this with you so you can also bring your business to the next level. Now, one little hot tip here is my world. I call them golden nuggets. It's not about the size. It's the quality of the experience, the quality of the experience. As as an event goer, over thousands, a thousand event in my, in my lifetime, I've been to produced helped, whatever. It's really about the size or sorry, it's about the quality of the experience and how you show up and how you interact with those people, how you relate or have empathy for them or in that kind of capacity is going to really 
elevate and make your event the best it can be with buzz or with people telling other people or people sharing on social media. So why you should host your own live event. I'm going to give you five reasons on why you should host your own live event. And at the end of this episode, I really want to hear your feedback and your comments on, on if you're ready, because hopefully I've swayed you. So the number one reason is community. This is my main reason in, in my business of why I wanted to start live events in the first place and help people with their live events. People crave community. We are more connected than ever through social media, through Instagram and YouTube. And in a way, we're almost more lonely, right? Because now we're hiding behind a screen and now we're recording podcasts or we're creating YouTube videos, we're sending emails and we're, we're just sitting, we're just sitting in our own offices or our own space. But the human connection is we're longing for that. We're longing for human connection. We want to share our hopes, our dreams, our struggles, our, wait a second, this is how I did it. And maybe you, you'll have success with that because again, I just want to relate to you. I want to help you. I want to build you up as well. So for the entrepreneurial oriented person, especially in my family, everyone thinks that it's like a scammy business and Alicia, uh, you know, it's so risky. Why, why just find a regular job? And, and people around me really don't understand what I do or <laughs> all this online business stuff because it just sounds scammy to them. But when you're at an event, people like you will show up, right? It brings you together and you're fired up. You're like, wow, these are my people. Have you ever gone to an event where you're like, this is the best event ever just because of the people. You, you didn't even care about the content. Me, the content was great, but the people that you shared that table with and how you just were on the same wavelength. Has that happened to you? Because that is magic, my friend. It is the gold bar, not even a nugget. It's like the gold bar. It's the, it's the ultimate, oh my God, hallelujah part of your day. Now you are sharing, you're dreaming together, you're collaborating. I mean, that to me is community at its like community squared. So to consciously go to an event to share everything about you and your business and whether as an attendee or whether you're in front of people, you're becoming more personal. So number one is community right off the bat. And it is, it is probably my favorite point. Number two is the credibility and authority that you're going to bring to your brand and your business. Because you're now at the front of the room, you're on stage, you have this platform to share more in depth, more personal stories, circumstances. Maybe it's your exact formula or blueprint of how you brought success in your business or found a way to beat the system in, in a sense, it lends you credibility and people will see that. And you have now successfully pulled off your first event or your second or third event. And that is going to build your authority and your credibility. When you meet people in person, it's like, wow, you're human. You have, I can touch you and <laughs> I can, you know, see you and I can, I can share conversations and, and really 
find common ground. And so the authority that comes into place, it really builds it up. Now you have photos. Now you've said, I've just hosted my first mastermind event and people are going to see that and want to be part of your circle, hopefully. And so the credibility that an event brings is really trifle. I mean, there's, you can have testimonials for days on your product and services and, and still some people will probably be very skeptical, but once they meet you in person, they can read your body language. They can see your eyes and see your, you know, bearing your soul in front of everybody. That to me is a hundred million times better than just an online program for testimonials or even video testimonials. So credibility and authority. I know exactly if I'm in a room with a hundred people, I know exactly who my people are, my tribe. Uh, I know who I can trust. I know who I want to collaborate with instead of sussing them out online and thinking, wait, I don't know about you. So credibility, authority, number two. Number three is the actual networking part. And so it kind of corresponds with the community aspect, but here's a different way to look at it. Networking, you probably are thinking, wait, does this mean I'm handing out my business card? And it sure doesn't. (laughs) So networking is all about how I can be of value to the people who are here. How can I help you? It's all about them, not you. It's never about you. It's about you because you're adding value for sure to your con- to the actual content and to the event. However, inadvertently, you're helping them grow their business. So what do people around me need and how can I help you with introductions? And how can I help you with, oh, wait a second, somebody in my network, I know that person that can help you with your podcast, your social media, booking you on stage, getting more clarity or visibility in your business pulling your network in to help the people around you at the event. Networking isn't handing out business cards, really. It's not about pitching. We're not there, you know, on your typical Thursday night mixer event where, hey, buy my stuff and I don't care about you. And have you ever had a conversation with somebody that just was all about them? And it's just not. So getting to know people who are at your event on a more personal level is what networking really truly in its purest form should be. And and we're going to bring back the networking, but have a better spin on those. We don't want to have the networking typical Thursday night where, you know, you meet Joe, who's a car salesman. That's how, how I think about it. Car salesman, sliminess, networking. But let's bring back a new meaning to networking because how can I be of more value to the people who are here? is really, really what networking should be about. Uh, The next point I really want to think about is the clarity and the foundation of your event. So if you've ever thrown an event or if you're thinking about it and you've kind of just skipped to the part where you've booked a venue and you've done this and, you know, now you're inviting people in, you probably miss the clarity section or the foundation section of why you are putting this event on. Maybe it's like an idea in your brain and you've jotted down, you know, something, or maybe you didn't get that far, but the desired outcome is really where you should start with an event. And once you host an event, you probably now have more clarity. Or if you've hosted an event and it completely flopped, it's probably because you missed this entire section. So 
get clear. And if you post an event, now you can really get clear because you want to know the purpose of your event. You want to know the ideas. You want to know the outcome, the content, the audience, what they want, what they expect. And that's what it comes down to is, is really finding the clarity of why you're putting this on. And when you host a live event, it almost extends because now you have clear intentions. Well, I'm going to host this event and then I'm going to do this and then I'm going to do this. It will set you up for the rest of your business year, 90 days, 18 months, however long this event is going to help you grow your business. Think of it as an event as a separate business plan because it should be. It should really technically be a separate business plan. There's a whole other marketing aspect involved. There are upsells, there's downsells, there's the money aspect, there's leveraging, there's affiliates, and, and there's so many moving pieces. So when you host an event, it actually clears up a lot of things. Maybe an event is not for you once you've done the event, once you've packaged it up and you've been there and done that, and you're like, wait a second, this is too much. Or maybe maybe it clears up that you need more support in the event planning process. Or maybe you have clarity on now another purpose in your business and a higher higher purpose of okay, I want to do this. I want, I want this event to stem off into a group program or a mastermind. Clarity is really, really important building the foundation of the event because it will bring you more answers in return to what you want to do with your business. So my last bonus point is the money aspect. And this podcast is called The Six Figure Event Podcast because ultimately, I definitely want you to have profit at your event. I hear way too many entrepreneurs say, well, I put on an event and it was spectacular and people came and showed up, but I lost $30,000 or I lost 10,000 or it just wasn't profitable. And so I really want to bring back the profitability of your event. So many ways to create money and have money as, as a big part of your event realistically, if you are hosting several hundred people at your event, you should, you should make money on ticket sales. Really. If you're pricing your ticket very low, then you definitely will even break even because there's so many other things to, to book, you know, your venue and, and this and that, but making money on ticket sales, see how you can create more money from those ticket sales. And number two is a sponsorship. Leveraging sponsorship doesn't have to be as hard as you may think. And I've got lots of different episodes with this topic itself, but leveraging the idea of asking a few companies that you currently work with and creating those opportunities. So sponsorship can really offset some of those costs involved. And then a third way is really thinking about the the event itself And maybe there's opportunities to live stream the event and sell that as a product. Maybe you want to bundle this entire event up and create a book from it or create a program or a product. Perhaps you're going to do some selling on the platform or on the stage and selling uh, your next mastermind or pre-selling for your next event. You know, there's creating an opportunity as opposed to selling on the stage is very different in my opinion. If you're selling from the stage and you're blatantly saying, buy my program during lunch the first day, 
then it's something different than presenting the opportunity of, of something that you're offering in the, in the future. So the way you handle the, the upsell or the, the sell on stage is completely up to you. You know, it's, it's within your parameters to really set how you're going to sell. And you don't want to miss that opportunity. A lot, a lot of entrepreneurs walk away and say, well, I don't feel comfortable or confident selling. However, in my experience, you're going to have people that definitely want to know how they're going to work with you or if there's an opportunity to work with you. Because now, as an authority figure, as you are building your credibility, they're going to be more inclined to want to know more about how we can make magic happen together. So still having it as an opportunity is, a, you know, is very, very, very important. Thinking about hosting your first live event or your second live event, it's going to bring the best, hopefully, <laughs> out of you and your, your brand and your company and your attendees. People who show up are probably going to be your super fans. They love you the most, so they came and they've invested the time and energy into your live event. You may find that hosting your first live event is going to yield a bigger result than you would online or through launch. I've seen events leverage six figures, seven figures sometimes on an event through the upsell, through coaching programs. And it really gives you the opportunity to deliver the best person that you are. And it gives you the opportunity to show up and be your best you. This is going to pay off. You're going to be leveraging your assets and your knowledge and your wisdom, and you're going to bring it together in one or two or a week <laughs> of spectacular days with your biggest super fans. And the live event is really going to probably change your life in some aspect. You're going to meet that person. You're going to collaborate with this person. You're going to meet your mentor that you maybe didn't have a chance to meet. Otherwise, you've been sending them emails and they haven't responded back. Live events are my favorite way to make a connection, make new friends, collaborate, land a new business deal, and really just feel like my best self. So I hope you enjoyed this episode. Leave me feedback and think about different ways you can host your first live event, or maybe there's something different that you can do for your second or third live event. And I really want to know, and I really want you to share your opinions and your ideas with me on how you're going to maybe change the way you host your next live event. So thanks so much for tuning in and I will talk to you in the next episode. Thanks for listening to the Six Figure Event Podcast. I hope you enjoyed this episode and take the tools and tips and information from our guest speakers to help build extraordinary wealth as an entrepreneur, business owner, or event planner. Join us again next week for a new episode that I hope will continue to help you win in the event space.